0: Welcome to episode 53 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode, 52, our guest was Simon Severino, business growth expert. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business they are approximately 10 to 15 minutes long so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. Today's episode covers marketing and advertising. Our guest is Chris Smith. Chris Smith is co founder of Curator and is based out of the Orlando, Florida area. Chris delivers the ultimate exploration of the marketing and advertising tactics that are successfully generating higher quality leads that are easier for salespeople to convert. He researches and tests the latest and most popular platforms, including TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, while also studying the most effective sales techniques, tools, and scripts. Chris is a sales and marketing expert featured in Forbes, Inc. and Entrepreneur.com, a USA Today bestselling author of The Conversion Code, co-founder of Curator, a full-service digital marketing company, co-author of PeopleWork a best-selling business book and a keynote speaker. Let's welcome Chris Smith. Chris, welcome to the BCF ORG podcast, the business of business.
1: Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to chat.
0: Oh, thank you, Chris. Chris, I'm always interested in people's stories. What's your background in becoming a highly successful marketing and sales expert and an author?
1: Sure. Great question. It's a it's a interesting I feel like journey in my career working for companies and billionaires. A couple of different billionaires that had boiler rooms in the 80s and 90s where they were doing sort of the Glengarry Glen Ross boiler room Wolf of Wall Street type phone sales. And that was where I started. I was fresh out of college, broke, needed a job, and they taught us so much. This guy named Lou Perlman Owned a company. He was the founder of Backstreet Boys, NSYNC and Britney Spears. And so he had a vacation company. I ended up working for Quicken Loans, dialing for dollars, you know, calling mortgage leads, which were sort of the first kind of era of internet leads. Trying to do a mortgage with someone over the phone was pretty foreign. They were used to going to the credit union or going out of the bank to handle that. And then I started working in the real estate space, realtor.com. CRM companies. I started my own company. I worked for Dotloop, which is kind of like a DocuSign kind of a company. So I really have the kind of B2B, B2C, marketing and sales eye, but I'm definitely sort of in the real estate industry for the most part, other than my book, The Conversion Code, which is basically all of that advice I got from all of those places put into one book for other people to use too.
0: How do you teach people to differentiate their brand in a way that positions them as the authority and gets people contacting them who are already sold?
1: Yeah, that's the dream, right? The dream is inbound leads that already know you, like you, and trust you that are reaching out because they wanna work with you, not because you have to take it from the top and qualify them and call them 10 times just to get them to answer. So the short answer is content marketing. That is personal brand content marketing is going to be the best path to sort of that type of lead. When people watch videos that I put out on TikTok, when people listen to podcasts like this, if people read my book, when they reach out to me, Brian, they're ready to hire me. It's really more about the terms and if it's the right fit for me. And that's a great reality. It's a beautiful thing versus go back to those boiler room experiences I'm calling 120 people a day to get five to answer, two that don't hang up on me, one that hears me out. And so I've done both. And I just really like the one where the people knock down your door. You don't chase them.
0: How do you help companies generate an endless supply of high quality leads from social media that are easy to convert into closed sales?
1: Well, it's it's actually building on the last question. It's once you've got great content that does what we mentioned, you just advertise it. That's it. It's, it's It's about saying Facebook and Instagram and all these places are great. But if you have a fire, you should pour gas on it. So w- once you have content marketing and video marketing and personal brand content going out that's good that's leading to business, the next step to get the sort of endless supply of opportunities at bats and good leads every single day is then to just have a little humility and pay to play. You you know, you should invest in getting content that converts in front of more people.
0: We're speaking with Chris Smith, marketing sales expert and author. Chris, how do you help companies increase their lead conversion rate, reduce their cost per lead, and improve their overall ROI from marketing and sales?
1: Well, it's, it's a trifecta. It's understanding that marketing, sales, and technology are intertwined. And when they overlap properly, that's when leads convert at a high rate. So when I look at a company, it's usually one issue or the other standing out. So a lot of companies have a really good boiler room. They just don't have inbound high-quality leads. Some people have inbound high-quality leads, but they don't have anybody doing any follow-up. So the way that you would increase somebody's lead conversion rate is analyze that and then figure out which dial do I need to turn. For a lot of people, it's that they don't call the leads quickly enough. A lot of companies don't follow up with them for long enough. A lot of people don't know really what to say once the lead does actually pick up. So they need help more with like the scripts and the sales part. But it's usually one of those things. You either have a marketing or a sales issue, and then you have tactics within that, like speed to lead, tenacity and number of attempts that actually really move the needle on the conversion rate.
0: Well, you've written a book. What inspired you to write your book, The Conversion Code, a step-by-step guide to marketing and sales that'll grow your business faster?
1: Yeah. Well, I wrote the first edition about five years ago and it really took off. And I realized, oh, more than just myself and my clients have this issue. Because landing pages and Google ads and Facebook ads and sort of filling the funnel is not a challenge. It's converting those leads into customers. And so my clients that I was doing marketing and advertising for, we had a conference and they said, hey, the number one thing we want to learn while we're in Orlando for three days, we called it excellence. At that event, we need to know how to get help with converting leads. And you have to remember at this point, most people still hadn't figured out the lead generation piece. So when I heard them say that, I'm like, oh, I know how to convert leads. I used to dial for dollars every single day. Like I literally saw the inside of these billion dollar companies and I saw exactly how they got the best ROI from their marketing and ad spend from their leads that they generated. And I just put that experience into a book. The new edition, which is why we're talking now, Johns Hopkins University reached out to me and said, your book's amazing. It's required reading in our marketing your startup class, but it's five years old. This stuff changes quickly. You know, Would you update it? Are you going to update it? And I thought, wow, if kids at colleges like that are using my book, NYU had me come teach the book. If there's people that care enough about what I've written to reach out to me like that, I care enough to update it and to make sure it's still good. And so now I think of it as a three-year to four-year updated book. Like a lot of books, the new rules of marketing and PR, they have to update it all the time. Go go look at Influence by Robert Cialdini. It's on the ninth edition. The really good books, they get continually updated because they stay relevant. Mine's just tricky because it's marketing, sales, social media. So the shelf life is shorter per edition.
0: Well, that to me, that's one of the fun parts of business. It's a moving target. And so you're either moving forward or you're going backwards, but you're not treading water. Correct. Well, following up on your answer, how do you help companies accelerate growth?
1: Well, I talk them into spending more money than they are and not having to micro-analyze if every single penny is working. Because when you talk about some of the stuff we've already hit on, content marketing, video marketing, personal branding, inbound marketing, attribution is a challenge for every organization in the world. Oreos doesn't know if their stuff works and neither do you and neither do I. But what I tell people is, do you think it's working? Are people telling you that they see your stuff? Are you hearing like, hey, we listen to your podcast. We love it. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I saw your videos on TikTok. Blah, blah, blah. If you know that's happening, but you maybe can't connect every deal, every digital dot, it's okay. You would be foolish to overanalyze your analytics When your business is growing, people are telling you your marketing's great, but then your open rate wasn't good this week. So you abandon your whole strategy. So I just tell them your gut and your growth. If if a company's growing and they know their marketing's good and they're working hard on it, they should just keep doing more of it. Because some people trip over nickels to pick up pennies. They're over here tweaking their funnels. I can guarantee you that most of the best landing pages that actually turn a person into a deal have a lot of information that they collect and have a low conversion rate. See what I'm saying? Versus the high conversion rate landing page is give me your email and nothing else and we'll drip on you and convert you later. So it, it is a little bit dangerous. That's what I advise companies to do is sort of have some faith, use your gut, look at your growth and don't let your analytics paralyze you.
0: We're speaking with Chris Smith, marketing sales expert and author. Chris, is there anything I haven't asked that you'd like to add?
1: You're asking great questions, Brian. So nothing comes to mind other than, you know, situationally for what your organization does for in your experience with the businesses that you've been a part of in the past, where do you think some of these challenges come from for the people listening, what, like, if you were to say, Hey, we need more listeners for our podcast what's the next thing you would do? Marketing
0: for me, (laughs) you know, get the word out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like as an example, when you do these interviews, do you turn them into shorter form clips as well?
0: Actually, I don't.
1: So that's just one little thing where if you took the sort of best 30 and 60 second moments, and even if you just did captions and like a still photo, it doesn't even have to be the actual video file. Your views and listens on that will be exponential to what your listens are today because it's just more bite-sized, easy to digest. It's sort of death by a thousand cuts versus your super fans, your big fans, they're going to listen to the whole thing every week. They subscribe, they rate it, they review it. Most people won't. So sort of vertical, micro, short form snippets from long form content like this is an easy next step for a lot of people to get more views, more listens, the metrics they're after.
0: This has been a lot of good stuff, Chris, a lot of good information. How can people contact you?
1: People can contact me in all of the modern ways they contact people, but I have a couple places I prefer people to reach out. So I love Instagram. I'm constantly on Instagram. It's my favorite platform, Chris underscore SMTH. That's my Instagram. Also, anybody that wants to see a, a sort of modern marketing funnel, I have a text message list that I'm building and you can see how it works. You text 407-305-3870. I think it's appropriate to say that again, 407-305-3870. And when you text it, it's sort of like how the world's moving from emails to text marketing. I'm doing that very purposely in my book. There's a few times where it says, hey, text to join the list because that's where there's sort of an opportunity to have an exclusive attention. But think about text marketing versus email marketing. It's like a new thing. So either Instagram or text me, and that goes right to my phone.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: My sincere thanks to Chris Smith for being our guest. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. In search, type BCF-ORG. Be sure to leave a space between BCF and ORG. Feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Chris, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red contact us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol's on the upper right, click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 54 Our guest will be Paul Ross, discussing professional sales. In business, running a successful profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks.